Hello, this is Arthur Bush, and you're listening to Radio Free Flint. Today I want to talk to you about a very serious problem in the city of Flint, an environmental problem. And we're going to be tracing PFAS, which is a cancer-causing chemical agent, into the Flint River from the Buick City site. As some may know, this is one of the largest brownfields in the United States. This dribble-dribble of disturbing and frightening news raises one question in my mind. Where are the General Motors managers who allowed this to happen? Why isn't there a criminal investigation? The Buick City site does not have just a little bit of toxic chemicals left behind. There appears to be a massive amount of environmental damage. Remember, this was first discovered in 2008 that the site was contaminated. Like the water crisis, the real story is not out there, and perhaps there are good reasons why. According to the Flint Journal in an article dated October 29, 2018, previous PFAS readings on the property peaked at more than 600,000 parts per trillion for PFOS, one type of the forever chemical believed to have been used on site in plating operations and it's also used by firefighters using it in foam. Michigan calls for cleanup if surface water contamination reaches 12 parts per trillion. According to Grant Trigger, who's the Michigan cleanup manager for the Racer Trust who succeeded General Motors after they filed for bankruptcy as the owners of the property, they're the ones who are attempting to clean up the Buick City Brownfield site today. Racer has noted that parts per trillion on that site are astronomical. Parts per trillion measurements on surface water at the Buick City site range from 4,600 parts per trillion to 15,000 parts per trillion. Remember, anything over 12 parts per trillion is supposed to be cleaned up. The Buick City site appears to be a crime scene. You have to remember, there's already been millions and millions of EPA Superfund dollars spent just to clean up this site. While General Motors can claim bankruptcy and walk away from Flint without financial liabilities or paying, the criminal laws do not afford the same protections from those who poison the city of Flint and its people. It's a mystery to me and others. After all these years, to what degree have employees at the GM Buick City site been poisoned? Not just from this reckless handling of PFAS chemicals, but other toxins which have been removed by the EPA. What is being discovered today is not just the occasional accident. It appears there was a systematic disregard for environmental laws and occupational safety and health laws by General Motors in its operation at Buick City. Many people who worked at this General Motors site claim from the day it was closed that there were chemicals they were ordered to dispose of underground on the site. What appears to have happened in Flint 
is that the Racer Trust is investigating egregious violations of the national and state environmental laws. Racer Trust is not a law enforcement agency. The Michigan Department of Environmental Quality is supposedly monitoring the situation where cancer-causing PFAS are confirmed to be flowing in the Flint River. The state of Michigan's Department of Environmental Department of Environment finally replaced the United States Environmental Protection Agency, which has monitored the cleanup of the site in previous years. Michigan does have very high standards for PFAS, largely in connection to the contamination of the Wordsmith Air Force Base uh, situation, where people in Oscoda who lived near the airbase had their wells contaminated with this toxic chemical that causes cancer and other uh, internal organ problems. The real question is whether or not the state of Michigan, who also covered up the water crisis in Flint from its victims, is going to go to the extra mile to determine whether there were cancer-causing PFAS in the Flint drinking water in 2014 and 15. I'm sure there are a few samples of that drinking water sitting around in some scientist's lab. When are they going to test that water to see if there was more than just lead? And it seems reasonable to suspect PFAS may be in there as well. If things go as they have in the past, the answer is it's not likely and perhaps never that they'll do this follow-up. The city of Flint does not appear to be the only victim of GM's reckless and careless disregard for the health and safety of the people of Flint. It has been confirmed that homes in, on Stanley Road in Genesee Township that were near the Coldwater Road or Turnstead plant where they conducted hazardous plating operations, uh, they have shown their well water to be contaminated with extremely high levels of PFAS. At the Buick City site in 2018, according to the Flint Journal, PFAS were found in the stormwater drain system that feeds into the Flint River. It was also determined that there are two storm drains that dump PFAS directly into the river. In the years 2014 and 15, Flint began its fate fateful use of Flint River water as its primary source of drinking water. The question remains unanswered as to whether the PFAS migrated into the homes of Flint residents in addition to the lead. PFAS is a chemical known to cause cancer. Flint Municipal Water Processing Plant is north of the Buick City Brownfield site. There is more to the pollution story at the Buick City Brownfield site. According to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, they determined Buick City contains soil and groundwater, uh, which includes under, underground water supplies, contaminated with various petroleum products and chemicals and metals. Some of the groundwater and the metals, we're talking about solvents and lead. Some of the groundwater under Buick City contains free-floating petroleum products called LNAPL, this which is usually difficult to remove. 
Various contaminants have been identified at the site. 15 LNAPL areas were found, some with the PCB chemical, uh, a group of toxic persistent chemicals used in electronic transformers and capacitors for insulating purposes and in gas pipeline systems as lubricants. The sale and new use of PBC, PCBs were banned by law in 1979, although large reservoirs of PCBs remain in the environment. Mind you, in the 70s, we had contamination of PCBs from Midland, and eventually the PCBs ended up in our food chain in Michigan, and thus the law in 1979 that banned the product altogether. At the Buick City site, soils uh, also were contaminated with metals. That means volatile and semi-volatile uh, organic compounds, which include uh, thinners and solvents, as well as metal, uh, lead. Groundwater was contaminated with volatile organic uh, uh, compounds and semi-volatile organic compounds. Again, uh, we're talking about thinners and, and solvents and uh, other dissolved metals, which was lead, which gets into the groundwater, which at Buick City has been contaminated by General Motors. Surface water VOC uh, impacts are also present from storm sewer outfalls. So that means that the solvents and thinners and other, other dissolved metals have been found in the storm sewer, which is the uh, drains that go off into the Flint River. PFAS impact is on the groundwater, the stormwater, and the sanitary sewers. So we find the PFAS have completely overrun this place, it sounds like, or at least infected the entire uh, water, uh, water system throughout that brownfield site. Now, where does that leave us in Flint? Where does that leave you wherever you may be sitting? It certainly isn't good news to find out all this and how come it's being downplayed. We have the water crisis ongoing, we have COVID-19 virus, and we have a lot of other social problems in Flint. The most viable site for future development in our area, which is the Buick City Brownfield site, appears to be a poison toxic wasteland. The city fathers and mothers and area leaders want this site to become something beautiful. Want this to be one of the things that brings us out of our doldrums and down in the dumps. But this site, until its environmental situation can be resolved, will never be part of the solution for Flint, Michigan and its economic and employment problems. Those who work with this want to downplay the impact of its pollution not to let others in the outside world know that it's as serious as it is because that would affect the marketing of the of the site again short-term goals long-term disaster as it stands today we only look at this as a marketing problem i think it's time we look at it as a criminal problem because people who have who have repeatedly, and it's obvious this is repeated because it happened in many places over a long period of time when the law banned certain chemicals and products and their duty to report it and to mediate it before General Motors went bankrupt 
is is something to give some thought to. Why didn't all that happen? Uh, when it comes to the Buick City site, a site that's uh, economy has impacted this region for decades, environmental justice is needed for what has been discovered. The health and welfare and the lives of residents of the city of Flint and the General Motors workers who General Motors recklessly is exposed to various cancer-causing chemicals, their lives matter too. If you'd like more information on this and anything related to this uh, Environmental Protection Agency, they've published a summary of what's going on at the Buick City site. You can also contact the state of Michigan, the Department of Environmental Quality, sometimes called EGLE, E-G-L-E, and you can also look up uh, news articles uh, that have been published by the Flint Journal on this subject. Thank you for listening. We'll have more on this story later on as it unfolds. And we also appreciate all the assistance and help that you've given, uh, the support you've given Radio Free Flint. We appreciate it if you would like our episodes, if they're good. You can send us emails, radiofreeflint uh, at google.com. Thanks for listening. So that's the end of our episode. Our music here is provided by Colton Ort, who wrote this song, The Flint River Blues, and who performs the song, and it's used with his permission. We hope you've enjoyed uh, this podcast and others. If you'd like to see more about Radio Free Flint or listen to other stuff we're doing, our blog posts and so forth, go to www radiofreeflint.media that's www.radiofreeflint.media to learn more about Radio Free Flint and to see all of our episodes which are archived on our website until next time this is Arthur Bush goodbye light about the water people are sick and dying well the water was brown smelled like chlorine Still the city officials said the water was clean People broke out in rashes Some were losing their hair They complained to the mayor But he just didn't care He said, Flint River water Well, it's pure and fine He said, don't you worry, people I drink it all the time water was bad she gathered all the research that she had she released a study that study said all your little children have been poisoned with lead flint river water tastes like turpentine flint river water tastes like turpentine they lied about the water now people are sick and dying
just shows what the system will do It'll poison your children and lie to you You can tell them the facts, they'll still say they're right They didn't know the truth, well, it's in plain sight Flint River water tastes like turpentine Water tastes like turpentine.